When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, Geekscapists? Brand new Geekscape episode coming up. This is Jonathan London, your host. I hope you guys are enjoying the new format of the show. Uh, this is going to be our third episode with the all-audio format. And if you guys have been listening to Geekscape before, uh, especially from the start, you'll recognize the fact that I've totally changed the format. We don't do too many news and reviews uh, anymore. Just looking back in five years at our at our five-year break, I really wanted to reassess what I was doing with the show. I feel like when we started Geekscape out, it was really cool to have a video show and Geekscape uh, coming out of Geekdrome especially. I was like, okay, let's, let's just keep the video thing going. That's what the audience wanted. Um, but the landscape of podcasts have changed so much in the last five years that now you really don't need a video show. If anything, it's kind of a detriment. And uh, if you're not HD, really what's the point? And rather than put the server strain on us, rather than uh, spend a ton of money for something that I think we could do a lot more effectively just in audio, it's been a lot more rewarding doing an audio podcast. Looking back again in five, five years and seeing all the things that you guys responded to in the five-year uh, awards uh, as to your favorite moments of the show, none of them were the reviews. None of them were the news. It was all the, the conversations. It was all the moments, the personal moments that came out of us talking to guests and talking to each other. So that's what the show is. If you guys are new to Geekscape, my name's Jonathan London. I like talking to guests. And they're very geek-centric. You know, uh, I think if you f- listen to the first two episodes, you can agree. Uh, it's a lot more satisfying to me to do this show. I hope you guys are sticking with us. The feedback's been awesome. You guys loved Matt Moak. You loved Scott Kloppenstein. I've loved talking to those guys. It's interesting to me. And you know what? I think it takes an e- egotistical dickhead to sit here every week and tell you guys what he thought of other people's movies. I mean, let's, let, let's, let's be honest. Doing a review show is so damn... It's just egotistical. Nobody's going to remember. Nobody's going to care. And do I really need to unburden myself on top of you guys and just say, hey, this is what I thought of this. This is my opinion and it's law. I just got tired of it. It wasn't a confidence issue. It wasn't something where it's like, oh, nobody cares what I think. It's nobody should care what I think. Does that make sense? It's, it's something where I say it's not good content. I don't think it's interesting. I don't think it's interesting. If you guys really want to know what I think about a movie, send me a Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook. It's easy to find. I'm Jonathan London. Look me up. If you really want to know what I thought about a film, go for it. But any good review, I'll tell you right now. I saw Young Adult. I thought it was great. I saw The Artist. I thought it depended too much on its own style. Whatever. It doesn't need to be a diatribe of opinion. 
Uh, I don't think it's effective. I don't think it's good content. And opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. So why should I be just one more asshole? Right? Does that make sense? So I've explained myself. I love doing Geekscape. I can do it a lot faster with all audio. And hey, I'm interested now. I'm interested in what my, my, what my guest has to say. I'm interested in what you guys have to give me as feedback. And you know what? Looking at the people's response of those last two episodes, I think you guys are interested again too. So I'm excited about that. Let's give you guys a brand new Geekscape episode. Guys, my guest this week is somebody I've been trying to get on Geekscape for a while now. His name is Ejin Chang. I've, I've known Ejin for a few years. I first met him at the Hollywood Outdoor Cinema when Ryan Ryder and I were putting on the outdoor cinemas here in, uh, I guess, 2009. We also met Brian Walton at that time. It was a lot of fun uh, to put on outdoor cinema here in Hollywood. It was tough to bring back, you know, and, and I think the agreement that Ryan and I had was we can either bust our butts and try and bring... Uh, you know Hollywood outdoor cinema, which Hollywood already has. We just wanted to do it ourselves, or we can put on ZombieCon. So for the past two years, we've been doing ZombieCon, and that's been pretty rewarding. But one of the great rewards of having uh, put on the Hollywood outdoor cinema was meeting Ejin Cheng, who was introduced to me as someone I'd want to have on the show because Ejin's story is pretty interesting. Ejin has been traveling around the country the last two years, taking photos of cosplayers at various anime conventions. And a couple months ago, he put out his book, Cosplay in America. If you guys go to Amazon and look for Cosplay in America, you guys will see this really gorgeous coffee table hardback book. And it's full of photographs of people like you guys. If you guys cosplay and go to these conventions, the, the entire book is full of just really amazing photographs that Asians taken over the course of the past two years of various cosplayers. And they, they range from comic book characters to anime characters pop culture characters, cartoon characters, really it runs the entire gamut of geek culture. So if you're a geek and you want a really handsome book to put on your coffee table so you look cultured, (laughs) (laughs) Cosplay in America is the book to get. Um, And it's on Amazon right now. So Ejin, thanks for coming on Geekscape. Are you doing all right? Pretty good. (laughs) Um, well, it's a nice book, man. No, no, it wasn't that. You got to understand the Geekscapists. I love the Geekscapists, but they're like me. And literally, I'm the kind of guy who would have comic books all over. Well, they'd be in, you know, bags and boards. But uh, if you if you look at my bedroom, right next to my bed is just stacks of comics. Um, and I don't own a lot of hardback books. I, I own a lot of novels. I read a lot of novels. And we, we have uh, bookshelves in every room here at the house. But... Not, not really a, co- a coffee table book where when we have guests, they can sit here and they can look at stuff. You know what I mean? I think every good geek should have a couple coffee table books that speak for them when they have guests. You know what I mean? You got to have like, 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 yeah. the, like, the, like my mom recently sent me like 
like a, a Spider-Man hard table, like hard copy book. Um, but Cosplay in America is a perfect one because, bitch, you don't even have to read it. <laughs> it's, it's all pictures. It's, it's all there's, pictures. There's, yeah, there's, I mean, somebody. Okay, the book is also in Japanese, but I'm telling you the truth. Come on, it's all pictures, dude. Right. That's why I feel weird when people say, "Oh, you're an author." I'm like, uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, back to we, the we were just, we were just at a restaurant, and the and the and a woman on the way out was asking you about writing. You're a writer. You put a book out. And granted, she was she was a bit crazy, but uh, she seemed genu- genuinely interested. And in you as a writer, why would you say that you're not a writer? Because I didn't really write very much. Okay, there's 272 pages in a book. 260 are actually photographs. Right. Okay. So let's just say, so out of those, there's not that much. And of course, there's, you know, copy, uh, all this credit stuff. But the funny thing I just want to uh, tell you about the, the uh, coffee table book thing is yeah. I've actually heard stories from cosplayers who bought books, like the, well, my book, to use kind of as a litmus test. Like they put a out, litmus test. They put it on their coffee table, and if they have new friends come in, they see how they react to the book. If they love the book, then they know this guy's golden or girl. You know, right. If they don't like the book, they're like, okay, this person may not be in totally into you know the whole geek culture. Right. And, and, and I mean, it is a bold book. I think it's awesome. It looks gorgeous. Uh, I mean, it's handsome. And geeks, we're slobs, man. Like, we're total slobs. And to have something <laughs> handsome in your house kind of starts to put pressure on the other stuff. I, 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 I think in 2012, I'm in a, a place of reassessment where I'm just looking at my office and I'm like, Jonathan, you're not effective, dude, as a writer, as a teacher, as a, a, as a broadcaster, as a husband. You're not effective. Look at your office. Your office is a mess. And I've, and I've sort of started to uh, undertake just giving stuff away or selling it. And just to get... I don't want to live a Spartan existence, uh-huh. but just to say, you know what, like, there are things that you have to have, and there are things that you want to have, and do you necessarily need the things that you want to have? Granted, we're geeks. You, ba- you basically describe video games but, <laughs> and comic books, but the majority of that stuff I don't need. I, I, I remember a couple of years ago, I, put, I went through my comic book collection, and I was dividing it, uh, I, was, I was alphabetizing everything. Yeah, when you have, okay. when you have forty, when you have forty <laughs> long boxes, it, it becomes a thing. Uh, but I was also taking out. I was making boxes specifically of comics that I no longer wanted. I would never reread them. I didn't. Right. The stories were okay for me to buy, but looking back, they weren't memorable. Mm-hmm. Which is the majority of comic books, right? The majority mm-hmm. of video games, majority of films, and I made a boxes just of stuff I didn't need. Uh, for instance, you guys have T-shirts, right? You have tons of T-shirts in your closet. If you go through your closet, how many of those t-shirts actually make you look good? You know what's funny about a t-shirt thing? I've started this new uh, rule for 2012 for me. I'm not going to wear t-shirts outside because right. I have so much t-shirts. Right. You know? I have way too many. And they just kind of like, I'm like, I feel like I should be an adult now. I should actually wear that, you know, maybe a down shirt or something, <laughs> you know. And Again, we were talking about your book. We need things that... Uh, you know, I, I mean, as we as we go through our thirties, and we're both in our thirties, as we go through our thirties, we become uh, long-lasting geeks. I think you have to go through this maturation process where I you're just you like, okay, I, it's okay to be refined. It's okay to it's okay to value things um, enough to get the nicest version of them. Is that what that's what I'm saying when I say cosplay in America will put pressure on the other things in your office in your house to have other nice stuff. Don't have your fucking shit laying around. You know what I mean? I see, I see geeks' rooms and their wrecks, right? 
Yeah, well, you haven't seen and my room you, when I was a kid. Oh, but, oh well, you, that's when you were a kid, but that makes you less of an effective geek. No, it's true. It depends on you know how you work. Cause, like, you gonna bring a girl back to that shit? <laughs> that's why I clean everything all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you can never tell. You can never tell. So what was the what made you? Uh, you're a photographer. You're you yes. are a photographer. So as a photographer, what made you think? You know what? I'm going to take two years and I'm going to put together a book simply on anime or a, on cosplay. What what about what about anime culture? Because you specifically went to anime conventions. What about anime culture made you want to do a cosplay book? Well, the interesting thing we're going back up a second about okay. anime specifically because when you go to anime conventions, it's not just anime; it's everything. I was just at a convention this past weekend. Green Lantern, Superman, Batman. They're all there. It's just, I think the definition is becoming more blurb now. I think comic, uh, comic book conventions, anime conventions are all kind of turning into the same thing. Like, like a pop culture a pop culture geek yeah. fest, you know. So, but uh, the book idea, I'll tell you, it wasn't my idea. It was a lot of people who kept pushing me. They're like, hey, those are great pictures. You should do a book. I'm and like, you, already, you already found yourself taking pictures of people in cosplay? Yeah. Oh, let's just start back from the beginning. So when I was in college back at UNT in Denton, Texas... Uh, uh, Akon was a convention. You went to, my, my father went to University of North Texas. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. UNT. Go Eagles. <laughs> you <laughs> Fantastic. Know? So, you know, so, you know, that's just in, in Den. That's only like, what, half an hour from Dallas. Okay. And Dallas has uh, Akon, which is actually the longest running anime convention in the country. I think it's 23 years now. Akon? Akon. Dr- you, named after the rapper. Uh, you know what? Everybody says that now. <laughs> but before, the funny thing is... It was Obviously, based, 35 years. 35 yeah. years. But it was based off to uh, Project Aiko, which was an anime back in the 80s. So wow. they based the convention name off that Project Akon. Then they switched it to Akon after a while because nobody got the project part of it. Right, right, while, right. You know? So you would go in college to this Akon and yeah. you would take photos of cosplayers. No, actually, cosplay wasn't that big back then. But you know, I was a geek in high school and... To tell you the truth, I just lost myself in anime and comic books. Mm-hmm. So for me, it wasn't. I just went to an anime convention because I just wanted to get more anime. Back then, before the internet became really all spreading, it was hard to find. Actually, those this was even before DVDs. VHS tapes were really hard to get. Mm-hmm. So you would have to go to a anime convention to the dealer room to find stuff like that. And of course, back then they were mostly bootleg because that was in the early days. In in the nineties, uh, when I was growing up in Austin, well, in high school. I would go to UT. That's really where you get your anime. Was uh, the UT? You know, the college students would always have their anime clubs, mm-hmm, right? And they were they, they were all those VHSs of like Miyazaki movies, and they would they would be fan for fan uh, yeah. translations. Yeah, yeah. And now when I watch the Disney versions of the Miyazaki films, I can't let go of the fan for fan translations <laughs> because those are what I remember. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but you're right. In the '90s, you really had to dig for anime. Oh, you just didn't turn your phone off. Uh, in the 90s, you really had to dig for anime. You yeah. really had to, uh, to look for this stuff. So uh, you were an anime fan. What, what, was your, what, was the, what was your big stuff? What was your heroine? Oh, uh, Robotech. Robotech. R- that really got me in. And when I started seeing Robotech, that's when I started re- recognizing that, okay, so the previous stuff I used to see, Speed Racer, uh, Battle of the Planets, and so forth, were all kind of different from the American ones, which like G.I. Joe, where they shoot red and blue lasers at each other. Yeah. And nobody ever gets hurt. Uh, Robotech actually had people dying and I was like what? wait what do you mean he died? there's yeah. a character who dies halfway through a series and I remember as a kid I was thinking don't spoil myself, it I just got the full Robotech <laughs> I, I just got the full Robotech series from Viz uh, box set and don't ruin it for me I've never seen it dude, dude, you're I've like, seen it here you're and like, there you're like 30 years out of date now oh welcome, welcome to my world <laughs> So, so Robotech, you you thought it was a, an escalation of the, what we, what we knew as Americans with GI Joe and stuff like that, yeah. and you, the investment was just greater. You were like, "Wow, this is cool." And was there any of that? 
I found it. Was there any of the proprietary, you know, emotion to it that is like, hey, this is mine. I found it. No one else is into this. Or just the cool kids are into this. Oh, I grant you, the cool kids were not into this. Come I mean, but you, but were you yeah. considered your friends? Were you considered friends? I no, cool? it was just it was just something we just got into because it was just so different from like American television. Transformers basically is the same story over and over again. Everything goes back to the beginning, yeah. uh, or back to the beginning point at the end of it. Right. While the ones we saw with Japanese animation, they kind of had a storyline that ran for like thirty episodes. Yeah. yeah, almost like a soap opera in a way. Right, and, yeah. and tra- you're right. Transformers and GI Joe had the lesson, the problem of the day. It was episodic. Yeah. Here you had something that was. Um, did you? Uh, what about being a photographer? I mean, ph- photography was something you did from an early age. Uh, yes and no. I kind of played around. I had a camera from uh, my dad who gave me one, mm-hmm. but it was actually in college at UNT when I took a black and white course. You need to take, you know, all these uh, extra just credits and stuff. So I yeah. just took a black and white course. I didn't plan to be a photographer at all. And uh, this is back when you had to do chemicals and stuff. And mm-hmm. It's like you shake the pan, you, you know, put chemicals in, the picture shows up magically under the light, mm-hmm. and I was sold on the whole thing. You know? Really? Yeah, yeah, I know. And, I changed and now my you're whole... a photographer. Yeah, well, yeah, basically. It, that one moment, I hate to say it, that one, one class, one moment in college actually changed my whole life. What was it? Well, I mean, well, could you remember the specific photograph? Do you remember the specific? What oh, yeah, uh, it was basically, uh, I, okay, you know, some, okay, in Texas, they probably do it here too. They'll have a traveling, like, carnival. You know, they take yeah, over a, rodeo, a parking lot. A rodeo. Well, no, they take over a parking lot in yeah, yeah. places. Call it rodeo? Well, it's either a rodeo or a carnival. Yeah, it's oh, a carnival thing. Yeah. So I took pictures at a carnival that was at the, I think it was at Golden Triangle Mall or somewhere in Den. And there was a shot of a Ferris wheel. And, you know, imagine it showed up in the chemicals. And I was like, ooh, it's showing up. It's, it's like, it's magic. Uh-huh. And after that, I was like, this is fun. And it was a specific shot of a Ferris wheel. Yeah, I know. It's completely stupid. Do you it? still have it? Do you still have the photograph? I probably still have the negative somewhere buried under piles and piles of negatives and stuff that I have. But, uh, but that was the one that elicited the emotion in you to say, this is what I want to do. This is... This is it started me that path. And you know what? <laughs> Look where it got me. <laughs> now, <laughs> but I had no you, idea, you know. You have a book see. of cosplay. Now, with the, the cosplay, I'm guessing you just wanted to take photos of girls. Gee, doesn't anybody? <laughs> Hello, dude. So basically, does it the, hurt you whenever you have to cosplay a dude? <laughs> You're like, oh man. I, I don't think anybody actually knows my name. Actually, I think they just know me as Cosplay America or that guy. Is that what they say? Well, a lot of them don't actually know my name, right. but that's fine because Cosplay America is kind of easy to remember. Egen, uh-huh. that's a little bit, you know, harder. Right. But um, uh, but but I was so the whole idea. I only went to conventions for a while as a kid because. You know, you get out of college, then the real world is there, right? Yeah, what did so, you do coming out of college? Uh, I assisted for a year working in Dallas with various photographers, moved to L.A. to start, you know, trying to make my way through it. And I completely left that whole uh, con scene. Like, right. I didn't watch anime. I think Cowboy Bebop was, like, the last series I watched in the 90s before I You're kind of, like... You're a bad geek. <laughs> I, was, I came back, dude. We're, you know, we're not taking. We're not taking you back. <laughs> this is this is Geekscape. We 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 bring you in, man. If you're if you're excited about it, we, dude, we welcome you. We're, we're the Ellis Island of the socially retarded. <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> that's, that's Geekscape. That's Geekscape. Yeah, come well, on in. Be a part of it. You can actually thank Anime Expo for bringing me back in okay. because Anime Expo used to be in Anaheim, but it moved to Los Angeles, downtown right, LA, right. back in 2008. So I drove by, and I saw a sign. I knew what Anime Expo was because, you know, I was into cons before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, they moved up here. I should go and see what's going on. I, I should go and try and hit on women with who I am, a photographer. Because that's the LA. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
Yeah, basically, but the more fancy Admit it, Agent. Admit it. That, I admit that, nothing, dude. That is the L.A. thing I to admit, do. I admit nothing that at all. That is the L.A. thing to do is to be like, hey, I'm a photographer. <laughs> hey, I'm a producer. Hey, uh, hey, I'm a director. Can I take some shots of you? I yeah. got my own studio. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my gecko over there. Uh, you want me to make you something? Uh, just take some clothes off. <laughs> a little hot in here. Yeah, my AC's broken. Dude, I'm going to have you come with me. You should be the photographer, and I'm just going to sit back and Fuck film no. you as you be the photographer. Hell no. Come on, dude. Be fun. I can't shoot anything. I, 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 no, I, you just have to pretend. That's oh, all. Oh, really? Come on. They're not going to see you. Oh, wait. It's harder now. Digital. Uh, well, it's harder now I'm married. Oh, well, yeah. I see. You got that thing on <laughs> Could your you imagine here. some sleaze ball sitting there with a camera? But LA is full of them. Uh, it is LA. So you went to that first, That you went to that 2008 Anime Con, and you brought your camera, the Anime Expo, you brought your camera? I brought the whole thing just because, you know, I've seen, okay, I've seen cosplay for years. What's so. the whole thing? The whole thing? Yeah, you brought your whole thing. Oh, what I'm sorry, beyond, the whole what, thing what is, is a, a okay, the whole thing is basically a backdrop, a light, and a camera. And, and you it, bring that to a con. Yeah. You bring that whole thing to cons, and you set it up, and you take photos. Yeah. It, now, it's not that big. The The backdrop paper is only four foot long. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the power, it's it's battery powered strobe, so. Okay. I wasn't using electricity from the convention, so they couldn't kick me out for that. Right. You know, and actually, there was also photographers there, so I was like, oh, just another photographer with lights. You know. Just another pervert. Yeah, exactly. Just another pervert shooting anime chicks. I know. Right. You've, seen, you've been to cons before. You know what's like. Yo, those girls get scandals. What do you think? I mean, you don't cosplay yourself. Actually, I have cosplay. You ha- you do cosplay. I have. Yeah. Well, well what do you cosplay as? Uh, this character Bree from Panty and Stocking. Uh-huh. Uh, I did a Long Beach Comic Con. Panty and Stocking. Yeah. Actually, she you should perver- watch it. That's just perverted, Dude, you man. Should, actually, you should Not actually watch the series. That. You should watch the series because it's interesting. Because they took. American style of animation and turn it into their own. So it's very uh, powder puff girl ish. Oh, okay. And they really borrow heavily from American pop culture. Well, we have a joke on Geekscape. It's been going on since before Geekscape with Geekscape, where I joke that the majority of anime is just robo titties. It's like, <laughs> like, 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 how, like how, you know, did you grow up in, in Denton or are you from Asia? Uh, from Houston. Actually, I, I've, uh, I was born and raised in Houston. You were born and raised in Houston. So what, what do you attribute the whole. Like tentacle porn and schoolgirl thing too. Like I have no it, idea. It's got to drive you nuts, right? Because it's it's what we think of anime. I have I have no idea how that even started actually, but uh, I don't know that much because I'll tell you that I don't watch as much anime as I used to. Okay, and but the ones I used to watch were more a panty and stocking. No, they were actually more. Me- okay. I wonder why you popped that DVD in. Oh, thanks, dude. But uh, you know, <laughs> back in the '90s, come on. When you're in the '90s, when you're a kid, it's all robots. Come on, right. Transformers, right. Robotech, Robotech, so forth, stuff like that. Yeah, you know. But uh, Gundam, Gundam. Things have changed now. Like anime is definitely more uh, aimed for a wider audience. Uh, when you're younger, it was more for like guys because it's robots and planes. Mm-hmm. And so you got to have a couple girls in there shooting missiles out of their tits. Of course. <laughs> um, that, dude. So, so are there any in this book? Are there any photos from that first? Anime Expo in 2008? No, because I, had no, no. I have no release, signed releases from anybody. Oh, so I was just having fun. So. Right, those were for the personal drawer, uh, quote unquote. <laughs> 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 the spank bank. <laughs> it was, uh, I didn't even think of it, but uh, somebody told me, do a book, do a book. Yeah. So, I mean, I honestly didn't really want to do a book because, come on. Okay, to do a book. Okay, you want to call it Cosplay America, what does that mean? You have to go travel around the country. Right. I don't have any money. But um, you did. Well, I had credit cards. Oh, no. Now you guys got to buy his book. Well, you know what? Okay, I can attribute this whole thing to actually credit cards back in college. Because you remember, I don't know if it was in, at UT, but at UNT. I didn't go was, to UT. 
But, but I got you, I got you. Oh, okay, well, everybody, always... everybody with that college experience of, fuck, I got to put it on a credit card. Well, you know, they're always giving out, like, free uh, T-shirts or something. You sign for the credit card. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got trapped into that thing. Did you then, really? Oh, come on, dude, when you're 18, you have no money? Right. Credit cards? And, uh, oh, I just have to sign this form, and I get a free T-shirt or a gift certificate? Right. Actually, I think it's a pretty bad idea. Dude. And as I said yeah. earlier, now you have all those T-shirts. <laughs> it goes back to <laughs> that. you got to get rid of them. We can now blame the credit card company for all right. this. You know? um, so you got it, did you get, I mean, you got yourself into major credit card debt? Well, okay, for the like book, I kind of did. Traveling around the country. Well, you know, at first I was like, okay, I'm going to try one convention now to see if I like the experience. Okay, uh-huh. so I went to San Francisco for one convention, actually San Jose, and I figured, here's the test bed, okay? I'll do it. If I like it, I can keep going. If I don't like it, why would I spend my time doing something I don't even like, mm-hmm. right? So I had a great time at Fanimate. This is actually Fanimate 2009, uh, and then worked after that, so I started traveling, and then I started using credit cards. I stopped after my first credit card got maxed out. That's when I stopped. I was right. like, okay, maybe this is not a good idea. But, uh, but in the end, how many photos, how many cosplayers did you take photos? I mean, how many cosplayers are in the book? Uh, there's 260 cosplayers in a book, and I photographed 1,600 cosplayers. You, co- you photographed 1,600 cosplayers. Where do you, so you whittled down 1,600 cosplayers to 260 on what grounds? Like, what, what makes a good cosplayer? You know what? Okay, now, since I was out of anime and everything for eight years, I didn't know the characters. Uh-oh. Unless they were from uh, like the you're 90s. you're a fake nerd. This guy's a fake nerd over here. <laughs> okay, I'm leaving. Did, anybody, did anybody stump you? Did any, did, I mean, what did you do when people show up? And how did you know if it was a real character or something that they just made up? I don't. You don't? I don't. Okay, so, so what, do, you, do you have a little conversation with them? Like, how do you get people into this booth or in, against this backdrop to take photos at a convention? Easy. Hi, can I take your picture? Really? Just like that? And then, but then they also have to sign a release. Yeah. And well, I explained cool. it, and I okay. explained what I'm okay. doing. I'm like, hey, I'm going to try to do a book. You know, I don't know if this is going to work or not, but this is what the release form is, and this is my email address. You can reach me at any time. Okay. And also to make sure that everybody was competing with the whole thing, after I selected the people, I emailed them and said, are you okay with being in a book? So I had like a two-layer, like, okay, because anybody can sign anything at a convention. They, they may, you know, right. regret it later on. But if I'm coming to you later on, like six months later, and asking you permission again, you know, and there's actually a few who actually decided not to be in a book. Like mm. they, you know, they, they they requested not to be in a book, so. Yeah. What were the one? Okay, out of those sixteen hundred, you said sixteen hundred. Actually, one thousand six hundred fifty-one. Oh, I, I model releases for everybody. Out of those sixteen fifty-one people, what what was the most frequent character that you saw? What was the most common character? The one that it, listeners right now thinking about going to cosplay for the first time or cosplaying as a character should just avoid. Well. I can tell, I can tell you what, okay, it, everything changes depending on what new shows are out and what okay. animes are out. I can tell you what's going on right now. Yeah, yeah, what's going on right now? Okay, right now the biggest one is Hetalia and Homestuck. Homestuck, Homestuck is very interesting. Homestuck is a web comic. Okay. And people are cosplaying from a web comic. It's not even like a comic book available it's in stores. It's not a manga. It's not an anime. No. It's American. Um, I think it's American. Maybe it can be Canadian. My buddy Kevin just moved here, uh, moved back to the States from Okinawa where he was stationed for years. And he got me a uh, a shirt of the what's the pirate one? Oh yeah, One Piece. One Piece. Yeah, yeah. He got me a One Piece shirt. That's got to be popular. I mean, One Piece is no, no. That's massive. been going on. That's been going on for years. Yeah. yeah. And he told me that the series is great. Is that what would you recommend to people as far as getting into anime and manga? Which is something that in the past people have asked me on Geeks Game, and I just didn't have. <laughs> well, I didn't have anybody like you on the show to to help me out because. I really don't know where to send people. I don't. I don't watch a lot of anime and manga. I'm like, oh, I read Death Note. 
Everybody reads. <laughs> everybody reads Death Note. What about uh, what would you what would you say? I would say that I'm a fake nerd. And I couldn't recommend anything. But, but this one I piece actually, thing sounds good. It does sound good, but good. I but I've never actually uh, read it or anything. You want to come over and watch this Robotech with me? My wife ain't gonna watch it. <laughs> I mean, Laura will watch Farscape, but I started saying, I mean, I started doing sci fi and cartoon, and I lose her. Uh, you, you can't go up too far. You gotta keep it toward the middle. Yeah, I think I've gotta. You gotta work on that, dude. How would I pull that? I got her to watch Farscape. She was into that, but it had Muppets in it. That could have been the key. Fuck. Maybe you should find something with Muppets in the future. Find what? Muppets. Something we Find an anime with Muppets in the yeah. future? Kind of, how would it have Muppets? You're being I don't know. Silly. Google would probably help you out with that one. Okay, so, so you say that the most popular The ones I see, right now, I see a lot uh-huh. of. Okay, and also Black Butler. Black Butler? Right. What is that racist shit? <laughs> what is that? What is that? <laughs> the black is because he's a demon. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude. But yeah, they still, the thing came out like years ago, but yet yeah, people are still cosplaying this. Okay. Uh, Hetalia is big. Hetalia is basically, if you can reimagine uh, countries as personalities or characters. Okay, so America, well, I, I do. I know America. I, I know what America would be a super action man. <laughs> well, America, they, right. they, well, yeah, like that, basically. Yeah, yeah. Eating burgers all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Russia would be like a bear type thing, would be some, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's like that. But and that's a show. Uh, actually, that's a manga. Actually, it is a show. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's available on DVD. But it's a personification of cultural identities. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you you would so you see that a lot. I see a lot of cosplayers from that. Okay. What what about the ladies? Let's talk about the ladies because obviously we uh, as geeks when we go to these conventions, we cannot avoid watching these gorgeous girls dress as scantily clad cosplayer characters. What what are the ones that uh, were always like? The hottest. What's the hottest? Oh, what's for the anime? Hottest? Yeah, uh, almost like a fashion show. What would you say is the hottest fashion, right? Like, what's the hottest anime thing going on right now? The, I, think the Yoko, I think Yoko is still going strong. What's Yoko all about? Yoko is this girl. Uh, let me see. What was this? Uh, give me a second. got to remember these things. You uh, really are a fake nerd. No, but <laughs> I can't remember all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I can say that, but... Um, who else has put so much time and in, in, in effort into creating a product that celebrates the cosplay universe as much as you have? Uh, well, have you ever talked to these people? Like, see what they do? Um, no. No? I'm scared. Like, what? I, I'm intimidated. You're not going to get chopped down. I, mean, I don't know. I'm intimidated All their, all their weapons are peace bonded already. A what? They're peace bonded. Peace monitored? Yeah, when bonded. Yeah, yeah, whenever you go into the, uh, a convention, you really have to put like, stuff Yeah, that zi- they, they check your weapon and they put that little uh, zip tie thing that's yeah. color on it. So that way, uh, you don't get killed by a key sword. Uh, There you go, because it can be very dangerous. That's popular. I see that that's popular. The uh, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah. Kingdom Hearts is massively popular. There's a lot of video game people. Definitely. I see Captain Falcon a lot. I think it's getting bigger and bigger. Uh I actually think that video games are actually starting to overrun the uh, anime side of it. In, in what, what, What necessarily? Like the Pokemon stuff. I always see the Pokemon cosplayers pretty, pretty much. Uh, what are some of the other video games that you think are? Uh, let's see here. The, you know, since I don't play video games, I told you I'm a fake nerd. Totally uh, fake nerd. Let's get him out of here. Black Ops. Is it called Black Ops? Oh yeah, you do. You see a lot of the Metal Gear Solid. You see yeah. a lot of the, the the various Modern Warfare players. There's um, also a lot of Japanese fighting games, which I don't actually don't know titles to, but of course I see a lot of them out there. I would uh, suggest if you're a jock, to just go to a convention dressed as a football player and claim Madden. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. I think I actually did see that at Comic really? Con this year. But so, it's so easy to do. It's really easy to do. Um, Which makes it so simple and yeah, easy. You know, and if you're a jock, you've got the outfit. Well, what are some of the most intricate 
cosplay outfits that you've seen? Like, what, what are the ones where you said, holy crap, that person really put a lot of time and effort into this? What, what was the one that really just shocked you? And is it in the book? Uh, let me see here. Lately? No, because the, the book was 2009. So okay. I've seen so much stuff since then. Uh, dude, you're asking me to go through like 20 conventions I've been to in the last... 10 months? Yeah, we're getting old, man. We can't remember stuff I can't like remember stuff. I mean, the one that really just knocked your socks off that you were like, wow. Okay, let's go back to the Bumblebee that I saw. Like, Bumblebee? The, the dude, okay, the, the transform, the movie Bumblebee, not, okay. the, not the original cartoon Bumblebee. Right. The one we acknowledge. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Dude, you know. okay, so in the book, there's a picture of someone dressed as Bumblebee. That guy's stuff is amazing. There's a warrior. There's a couple Star Wars characters. Yeah, there's a mismatch of everybody. Okay, so somebody was he? dressed as Bumblebee. And it was from done the Michael really, Bay movies. It was done very, very well. Michael Bay. I mean, it's just. I also seen a good jazz too from. The oh yeah, Bay jazz too. You know, the one uh, that they killed because he's a brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> believe that. Shit. Why has it got to be the brother who dies, even in the Transformers? It's always like that, dude. Oh, there's a Death Note one. Oh yeah, there's. Yeah. I remember yeah. seeing the Bumblebee in the book, and it's incredible. It's, uh, it's even better to see up close and in person. Uh-huh. And actually, if you had gone to could it transform Bodcon? Actually, no. You see some of those people who can like crouch down and transform back into the car. Not okay. This one can't, but there's a New York bumblebee that does do that, and I think he got something at the New York Comic Con this past year. Uh Uh, There he is. There's bumblebee. But this is a West Coast one. There's an East Coast one that's out of uh, New York area, Mm -hmm. and his is actually taller. The guy actually is on stilts or something. He's much taller. This guy is uh, he's not as tall. I mean, it looks great. How do you get it? I mean, how do you make that thing, dude? That is why I started doing this whole project because you see people build this stuff in their garage, so, you know. So again, I ask, like, what is the most intricate one that you've ever seen? Like, what is the one that you were like, wow, that must have taken a lot of time and money, you know? You do have a lot of Left for Dead people, and you do get a lot of I still black go back ops. to the Bumblebee one just because the Bumblebee so one is pretty crazy, you know. Okay, hottest. Go to YouTube, just type in Bumblebee. Okay, hottest outfit because there are some hot. Oh, there's a Deku tree. From Zelda. Uh, what is the hottest outfit you saw where you're like, holy crap? Because you're a single guy taking photos of girls. And, you know, you've got the perfect icebreaker, dude. You've got a camera. <laughs> I mean, you do. You've got a camera. And you can just be like, hey, I'm a photographer. Da, 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 da. I can put you in my bionic book. commando. Yeah. <laughs> what is the one that you were just like, like, did you ever photograph a girl? And you're like, okay, like, I have to abuse my my. <laughs> I have to do this. The ones that are the more uh, the risque ones would be probably Yoko and Felicia from um, mm-hmm. uh, Capcom. Because this, this Yoko, I mean, this girl who did Princess Mononoke looks sweet. You know, that girl looks cute. There's some cute girls in this photo. Oh, well, there's also. You know what I want to know is this, where, this where girl, were the cute girls when I was going to cons back yo, in the nineties? This girl is like a furry. What's that all about? Oh, <laughs> uh, those are kigs. Kigs are what? they're kigs. What's a kig? Kigs are basically uh, they're not furries. They kind of they're kind of in the same area, but not really. This is a plastic helmet they, thing that she yeah, made. Exactly, and the interesting thing is, even if they're wearing short sleeve, the character has short sleeve shirts. Okay. They can't show their skin, so they wear this flesh color. So skin. the rule is, you can't show skin if and you're, you don't talk. If you're a kig, if you're a kig. Kig. Well, I mean, what are what are the? I didn't know that existed. So it's, really, it's a beyond it's a really cosplay. Kind of sub subculture of it, but uh, there must be tons of sub subcultures. You know, the kids are more. I see more in the mid. There's a fat Wolverine. Dude, he's not that fat. No, he's not. He's uh, stocky. 
he's a he's not Wolverine. He's a Badger. Um, so what? But see, but see, that's the one thing about the book is I didn't want to showcase the best of because right. What you're saying before, like how do I, who's going, how who am I to judge? Who the best is right? You no, know, you so. definitely get the personalities to come through. That girl's showing a little bit of chest right there. The character does. Yeah. Oh, she does. Yeah. The character. Oh man, you got a maid. Dude, she, you didn't join. You got, you got I don't know, man. I don't on, know about. Oh, cosplay. that's right. You got that ring thing. I forgot. Yeah, I'm yeah, not doing okay. cosplay. Could you imagine the trouble I'd get into? I mean, these people already hate being themselves. The, the, the low self esteem. I mean, think about it. But think you about it. There's not much guys in cosplay, so. There really are. Why, why haven't you picked? Have you ever picked up a cosplayer? Have you had a cosplayer pick up on you ever? You know what? Um, I think I got hit on a few times, but you know I'm so busy working. Uh, you're okay, no I, fun. dude. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, when I get in my work mode, I get into work mode. This is a Whoa. Yoko. But of course, uh, it's actually it's she's not exactly the same. But uh, you know, not every body type can fit into okay. the character. And so you have had situations where you think girls have hit on you. I and, know they have, but, oh, I, didn't, you know but, they have. but I didn't recognize it until later. So tell me was, an instance. What happened? What happened? I was drunk. I was at Dragon Con. You were at Dragon Con. You were drunk while you were working? Well, okay. That was kind of a vacation con for me. Okay. Well, I was kind of working because I did bring my whole setup, and I was photographing. And what is the best con? Like, Because I know we've been to San Diego. Oh, we've been dude, to Kamikaze. Okay. You've gone to Dragon Con, Anime Expo. Like, what you're just, is, you're what talking is, about for just costumes? Yeah, sure. What is the best? If you want to go see some costumes, what is the best Dragon Con? Con Atlanta, in, Dragon in Atlanta. Dragon Con in Atlanta is the best con. I'll tell you why. Name me a city that was shut down a downtown street, like four blocks long, five blocks long, to have a costume parade on a Sunday. Wow. And they do this every year. San Diego closes down two blocks in the Gaslamp District, but... That doesn't count. Okay, okay. And, You've and, never been out there. You need to get okay, so out there. Okay, an, so it's too late now. I'm married. So anime con. <laughs> what you're saying is, uh, is as far as cosplay goes, the best one to go to is Dragon Con. I would say that because you would get everybody there. It's not just anime. It's like everything: sci-fi, TV shows, movies, okay. comic books, web comics, uh, even uh, spokesmodels from TV commercials, like. Uh, Flow the uh, what is it? Oh yeah, the girl insurance. from Progressive, Progressive Insurance. Yeah, I've seen like three other flows around the country at cosplay convention. I mean, People cosplay as yeah, or even that dude that uh, what's his name? Uh, OxyClean guy? What's his name? Billy Mays? Yeah, oh, I'm Billy Mays for OxyClean. Yeah, I've seen cosplaying <laughs> that. I've seen a zombie version of that too. That's a that's a, a that's a, another kid. Another kid. Kig. Kig. K I G. Kig. Wow. Um, so you're telling my audience that if they want to go and hook up. <laughs> They've got to find a place that is like there's a female dresses. Yeah, Master Chief. You know you would. You totally would. She looks kind of cute. Yeah, you would. Uh, so you're saying that if oh that Afro Samurai is awesome. That that guy's pretty good. He's great. If if you um if you want to get hooked up, the best way to do it is go find some of these cosplayers, and they're and the best one is Dragon Con because there's drinking. There's cosplay going on, and it's like uh, it's like a, a Ren fair, except they're not as fat. It's basically Nerdy Gras. That's how people okay. describe it to me. Just imagine Mardi Gras, but with nerds and geeks. So that's the convention, right? And I'm there. surprised you never even gone there. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anybody in Atlanta. Like, what am I going to do? To go crash on, on some geekscapist couch out there? You know, I would love to go to Dragon Con, but um, you know, it's like. Dragon Con comes right on the tail end of San Diego, yeah, I know. And, and there's packs that I haven't even gone to, and before you know it, yep. you're you're in the middle of a ton of conventions. No, um, believe me, last year I went to San Diego Comic Con, then I went to okay, I went to Anime Expo, San Diego Comic Con, then I went to New York. Wait, 
Okay, now I'm totally confused over which convention I've been to, but there's oh my a God, lot of God, you're losing stuff. your mind. But oh. uh, the interesting thing is PAX East is the same weekend as Anime Boston this, this week. I just keep walking, I, I just keep flipping through this book. Oh, dude, I'm going to take this book away from you then. I know, you have to take it away from me. Okay, I'll, I'll this keep is my book through now, it. dude. Um, it's the perfect book for, uh, for people who like just looking at cosplayers, which is, is the attraction. I mean, when I go to San Diego and when we have the Geekscape booth, I just sit there. How old is that person? That kid is like, I think he's like 12. His parents have been taking him to comic book conventions, anime conventions, and everything since he was a kid. His parents That's are all abusive. like geeks. That's abusive. <laughs> That's abusive. <laughs> so, you but know, you know, a, you know those parents like who a, like force the kids to play football. Oh, dude, he loves you, it. Or he force them into acting like Hollywood moms who are like, "Oh, I couldn't be famous, dude, so I'm gonna make you famous." This kid gets so much girls. Like, oh, like, oh, look how cute. That's he a is. boy. That's a boy. Oh, jeez. Oh, you didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, the characters, the characters <laughs> also male too. But you know, it's that's like, a dude. <laughs> what are you thinking, dude? <laughs> aren't, aren't cosplayers sometimes just a little weird? Like, like, like. You know, we talked about how, you know, you get, like, the hot cosplayers, and some of them are massively hot, and you just can't... Like, we know the Vampy girl. Yeah. Vampy signed with us a couple times, and Vampy's gorgeous. Um, what are the weirdest ones? Because you also get these weirdos, you know what I mean? Who, it's like, really? Like, you fucking left the house dressed like that? Oh, the Gundam box guy. The Gundam box guy? What was the situation with the Gundam box? He just walks around a cardboard box that says Gundam on it. That's it. That's it? That's it. But I mean, get is that weird or just lazy? I'm, ta- I'm, talking about, I'm talking about people who maybe you've taken their photo, and when you're taking the photo, they start elicit, they, they start um, kind of eliciting activity that you were like, okay, this fucker is off the rails. This person's crazy, because this is, I mean, this is geek culture, and you know, some people are just off the damn rails. You know what? I actually can't remember any, but you have to realize I shoot for like five minutes. Right, and so I don't exactly get into conversation with them because by the time they leave, there's somebody else there. Because when you go to these conventions, you know, there's like thousands. So of So like a line starts, and every five minutes you bring in a new person. Snap, 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 snap. Sign the release, and another one. Five minutes. How many people can you can I you shoot take photos roughly, of I in reach, a day? I shoot roughly close to a hundred a day, so that means three hundred for a weekend ish, about three hundred people. So Jesus. Yeah, I know. It's almost like work. Oh my god, it is work. It is Why work. are you doing this? I have no idea. Do you want? I mean, is this what you want to do? Like, you want to do this anime uh, cosplay photography thing? Like, you know, if I, I could somehow actually make a living at it, I would. But uh, I don't think you can actually make much of a living at it. But when you were sitting there and you were developing that photo of that Ferris wheel, you were like, "Yeah, now I'm going to take pictures <laughs> of chicks dressed like furries, or whatever." It was like, like. You love doing this? You love doing the the, the cosplay culture? I love the photography thing? side of it, mm-hmm. and uh, I want to still remain in it, but at the same time, it's like i got to make a living, so we, as we talked before. Ideally, what kind of photos would you be taking? Like, ideally, as a photographer. Production stills. Production stills. That's, I, why, you're I, here, okay, that's yeah. why you're here in Hollywood. You want to shoot production stills. That's why. why well, yeah. Hollywood film. That's gla- that, but that's glamorous to you. Is, is to I be on set shooting. For, I, I mean, okay, I'm one of those weird people who actually don't mind being on set for 18 hours a day. I actually right. like being on set, as opposed to people I know who are like, "What do you mean you've been on set for 18 hours? I have to work an eight-hour day." Directing, I, I, you I look much up, have it, You must have it worse. Producers well, I, well, have it no, worse, no. I mean, worse. I mean, when I'm directing, I look up and I and I don't even know that we've been there for 12, 14 yeah. hours. I don't even know because I just enjoy the process of it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like uh, it's like if I was assembling a puzzle or doing like a like a mind teaser because when I when I think about directing, when I really think about crafting something for an audience as far as storytelling goes, I think about the pieces and where how they're going to fit together. I always, you know what I mean, as you're as you're 
as you're writing, that's your first edit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you're thinking about sequence and, and when you're breaking it down on set into actual shots and performances, you're trying to get the, the, the best pieces that will fit those, those, to, those sequences. The, the best you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I just go. And <clears throat> so many times you have to have your um, producer come over to you and be like, uh, dude, we got to get the rest of this yep. in five minutes. Yep. <coughs> I'm coughing. <coughs> um, and for you, I'm sure you look up and you're like, oh, crap, I should have lunch. You know what I mean? Because I've seen you at a convention shooting this thing. And, and I don't actually take breaks at all. You don't really take breaks. No. I mean, at WonderCon, I'll, I'll go get you a sandwich, something. <laughs> Just hang out with the Geekscape booth, you know? We, I mean, it's, it's embarrassing to me that you and I have known each other. We met summer of... I think it was actually... It's 09. Oh, I, don't no. think, I don't think my book came out yet, so... It, ha- it hadn't. It hadn't. Right, so I was shooting in 09 from uh, <coughs> May to September, I think. And it saddens me. What I was going to say is that it saddens me that we haven't got you on the, on, the, on the couch yet, but really, like, the way that the format used to be on Geekscape wasn't, wasn't right. No. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I'd be sitting there being like, okay, that's nice. Now let me review something. Well, so this is a great idea. You know, it's this a good thing better, I came in here five years down, well, you not can, five, three you years can, down the line. You can chill at my house, watch me cough up a lung, meet the it's dogs, fun. we go get something to eat. It's a, it, I mean, it's what Geekscape, I think, should be, is, is a conversation with people. Um, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've never shot anybody that's made you think that your life is in danger? No. I mean, come, I mean, you know, there's you never abused, and all that stuff. You've never abused the authority of having hot girls in cosplay. I'm a good a guy. What can I say? I'm too nice. Are you to dating people. anybody or anything? Like, like how are you with the with the girls? I don't even have time to date anybody because I'm too busy. Look, my, you, my don't, you don't want to date anybody. I would, except I, I have a weird schedule. Okay, what's your schedule, Vampiro? <laughs> what's your schedule? I gotta go to convention. Like, I go to conventions all the time. Like, so date a girl who wants to go to fucking conventions. You make it sound so easy, but I'm at multiple conventions all over the country, so... It sounds like the perfect place to meet a girl who likes to go to conventions. When I'm at a convention, I'm always working, so I don't really have... I don't really have time. Okay, listen. This is what we're going to do at WonderCon. Uh-oh. No, we got to hook you up, Ejin, because listen, like, how old are you now? Uh, 22. Oh, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. 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 Oh, you know how it is. You know, you live in Los Angeles. Oh, I don't give know. a fuck. I'm not an actor. I'm 33 years old and proud of it because I've survived this long without someone shooting me in the face with the stupidity I say. So That's listen. because you're, in the wrong part, you're not in the right part of town. Okay, so, so you're roughly my age. You got to meet a girl because you want to meet a girl. But, I mean, you're always going to conventions. That's not, I mean, come on. What kind of excuse is that? We've got major conventions year round. Like we got E three, we've got WonderCon, we've got Comic Con, now we've got Kamikaze. Oh, Every now and then we got Long Beach Comic Con. Like you know, what about during the week? I mean, you're you're making excuses of three days you spend on weekends. You don't. Yeah, want but I'm also there. working on you know social media and all that other crap I have to do. Okay, so where, where do we find you? In my office working. No, I mean, where do we find you online with this whole social media thing? Like on oh, Twitter, Cosplay in America. Cosplay in America on Facebook and on Twitter. So if you guys want to date. With Ejin and be that girl. Is this going to be a future show? <laughs> You're not turning this whole thing into a dating show now, are you? Why not? I mean, the Geekscape dating this, show. I mean, how much of this book came out of loneliness? <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I have so much time in my hand to do this. <laughs> you got to, you got to find. You know what I mean? Like, I found time in this Geekscape crap to, to meet a girl and get married and do all. And you have better priorities. She's than a me. part of this. You have better priorities than me. I'm just like so focused. 
believe me, when this thing starts slowing down, then I can get off this train. But until but, that time, so no, you ne- you haven't met any of these girls and been like, all right, like San Diego is is just down the street. You know what I mean? Anaheim just down the street. Anime Expo is here. You haven't met a girl there who is local. Who are you? In, you're into girls, right? Are you into dudes? Yeah. Okay. Um, you haven't met a girl who is interested. Anime just, Expo. Anime Expo is literally down the street from where you live. I, well, how can I say? So, when is okay. Anime Expo? Uh, it's uh, July Fourth weekend. We're doing this shit. We are doing this shit. I think I think Laura just told me that she wants to spend the July Fourth up in Seattle with her family. So I'm gonna be. <laughs> no, no. I, I, listen, I've never been to Anime Expo. I've never been to Anime Expo. Listen, that's what we're gonna do. You're gonna take the photos, and I'm just gonna work like like a like a pimp. <laughs> I'll be like, you know what I mean, like. Like, okay, you, you handle that side. I just handle the photography side. I'm going to hook you up. What we're going to do is you're going to take photos in the booth, and then I'm going to solicit your quote-unquote private photography sessions. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How can I refuse that? Especially since, you know, Geekscape is stepping up to help me out with this. Yeah, we, we've got to get you hooked up. Because listen, man. Dude, this is going to be a, like a long, like a, this is going to be a whole series with you. Well, I think what we're going to do, listen, the, here's the thing. You have to have that balance. That is very true. You don't have the balance. You're right. Agent. I don't have the balance. Like, but I also realize that everything's going to start. You're shifting. all about this fucking cosplay in America. Cosplay in America. Cosplay in America. Social media. Cosplay in America. Social media. You're turning well, into a damn robot. I am a robot, dude. No, no, no. How you, do you think I appear all over the country all at the same time? You, I'm a robot. You're fucking Borg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you need balance, dude. In in balance, you need the. Ch- you know. You know. You need. I mean, what, what's the point of the success if you have a successful book or you have this art and you don't have anybody to share it with? I, look, I totally agree. I just never got around to it. We got to hook you up. We got to hook you up. Um, listeners, I'm a, I'm a workaholic. What can I say? Listeners, if you have suggestions, girls on your Facebook, maybe, you know, maybe start a little skanky. But, you know, somebody <laughs> loosen you up. What? A couple of weekend hookups aren't going to, you know what I mean? Here's the thing, too. You know a dude in your situation on weekends going to these cons would totally be pulling like the up in the air George Clooney thing and being like, <laughs> hey, I'm ne- this chick's never going to see me again, whatever. You know what I mean? Like we have listeners. Uh, we have people who've gone to Comic-Con with us. You know, at Comic-Con each year we get three rooms. We have people who've roomed with us who have totally hooked up at the masquerade, banged girls by the bleachers. I mean, this is like the darker side of Geekscape, which never makes it on the show. But I guarantee you we've had Geekscape individuals who you guys know, listeners, are part of Geekscape. It's not me because you got that ring thing. I've been fucking spoken for the entire time. I can't even catch the I mean, come on. I started this Geekscape thing. It's too late for me. So (laughs) we know people. We have people. You read their articles on the site. You listen to them sometimes on the podcast stuff who have had sex at the masquerade. At Comic Con, which is the fucking prom, that's the prom of Comic Con, and you who've gone to twenty different conventions the last t- two years in different cities where people aren't going to hunt you down for baby mama money, like you're abu- I know, dude. you're abusing, I know, dude. you're not abusing your power. I'm, I'm, I'm apparently I'm very bad at doing this, and I'm also really exhausted every day. So I mean, what, I yeah, but what about like a nightly hookup? Like, what about a one night stand? You're against one night stands? I'm nothing against them. I just don't seem to. Uh, I'm always working. Maybe you need to work in a different direction. Uh, you know what? That's what 2012 is all about. I'm trying to figure the whole thing out. 2012. <laughs> Put it on. It's a Chinese calendar. The year of the slut. <laughs> We're going to do it. It's a, I'm the world's going to end anyway. Year. Okay. You know because because some of these co- you guys have to get this book. 
Because some of these girls are smoking hot. You know what? I want to know, where were they when I was in college back in? You like, took photos of them in the books. No, you had every chance to get with these Well, girls. that was now. But now I have so much more responsibility to do. Well, now you're more respectable. You have more to offer. You're not some little jerk running around copying VHS to VHS well, of you know anime. still aren't doing that on the side. No, because you're too busy, Roboto. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I'm busy doing at night? Copying VHS tapes. Then, you know, you know what? You know, you know what? Uh, with, without meaning to, you actually did bring up a, 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 a good topic. Because I remember going to conventions in the '90s, and conventions were mainly, mainly relegated to like uh, you know the conference rooms of a Four hotel Seasons or, or a hotel yeah. or something like that. I remember. Uh, when I was in school in Philly in the late 90s, going off of, like, Brand Boulevard over by the Spectrum, going to, like, this crappy, you know, hotel yeah. where somebody had rented out a conference room to put up a couple comic books. Well, with this, with this, what do you attribute the rise of cosplay to? Because you, before the show, you showed me a picture of someone dressed as... Um, as what's his name from Flash Ming. Gordon, Ming, Ming the Merciless yeah. from Flash Gordon, and when was that photo taken? 1971. 1971. Somebody had cosplayed as Ming the Merciless, and you know that if you guys read the Comic Con uh, at the SDCC, the San Diego Comic Con book every year, they always have like a history of Comic Con, and it goes into like the 60s, and you see people cosplaying as like Miss Marvel in the 60s. You know, um, what do you attribute this recent surge of cosplay popularity to? Besides skankiness, uh, <laughs> besides slutty, besides wanting to hook up, I think because uh, there's something sexual about it, don't you think? Like there's something about role playing about this. There is, know, don't you think? There's something I, sexual about it. I think this came about in the '90s from um, Sailor Moon Pokemon. You think so, huh? So because that, what so that's happened like 90, is 98, 99. We're talking like the mid '90s because what happened is before that. Okay, what I remember was mecha guns and stuff, you know, right. war machines and And there's stuff. really not a place in it for females. At that time period. Right, right. You know? So, Sailor Moon came on TV, you know, kids were into it, girls were into it, like, you know, hey, it's a, it's a superhero, a female superhero. Right. You know? And, and then so, you don't have to just be skanky on Halloween, you can be skanky. <laughs> 365. Right, 365, let's do it. But, Still, you, know, you can't get none. So, yeah, I need to work on that aspect. <laughs> yeah, I, we can hook tell you up. what. Tell you what, I'm going to delegate that responsibility to you, John. We're going to hook do, you, you up. Can do you. that part, and I'll just work on my part. So you'll keep keep taking photos. Okay. So, um, so you, what, wait, yeah. What do you think this rise is? You think it's the Sailor Moon thing, the Pokemon? It's a Pokemon thing, thing because okay, before that, when they brought these Japanese cartoons over, the Pokemon. I mean, Pokemon is a cute. It's a cute little character. Kids were into it. Okay, mm-hmm. so they grew up watching this stuff. The internet came up at the same time, right? So that means forum boards were coming up in the early 2000s, uh-huh. you know, and kids were getting into it at the time period. So obviously, if you were a distributor here in the United States and Pokemon was taken up, you would start chasing other properties that would relate to that same thing, like, uh, uh, let's see, what is it? Digimon. Digimon, right, like right, that, right. So right. like Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, like, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. It keeps growing, 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 right? And so as more females are watching it, uh, they, they it's, it's skewing. Or the kids... The girls who were in middle school or elementary school watching that now, watching that then are now 20, 20 something now, and they're they're, they're still in the whole culture. Yeah, they're, they're into the, the whole, whole culture thing. They're ready know? to party. Yeah, basically, and it's just actually the internet's a really big aspect because before, okay, let's say you want to learn how to do something. Now, how do you find out? You would ask somebody, right? Locally, locally, you would say, hey, how do I paint this, make this, cut this, da da, sew this in order to make my costume, and then the sharing aspect to it because I mean, there's a bit of a, a exhibitionist. A massive exhibitionist facet to cosplay, and the internet plays really into that, doesn't it? Because it does. I mean, you'd, you'd imagine that if you were cosplaying in the '90s, 
you really only share that excitement with the people around you. Now people are cosplaying. Like I know Molly Mahan, who is one of our writers. Mm-hmm. Uh, she went this summer as, um, as uh, what's her name, uh, Black Canary. Okay, yeah. And I was looking for, for one of her articles, she was talking about fishnets. If you guys go on the Geekscape website, you can read this article she wrote about uh, fishnets in, as part of costumes and comic books and how they do and don't make sense. Um, and uh, especially, I think DC outlawed, like, went to like, okay, we, we aren't going to do skirts and jeans and that kind of, or we're going to do pants, right? We're going to give Wonder Woman pants. Yeah, because they wanted it, to, It's part of the New 52 they're doing? It's part of the whole New 52 really? thing. Mm. So Molly wrote this article on it. Molly... I was looking for a picture of Black Canary in fishnets, Google search, for the article. And a picture of Molly dressed as Black Canary, our Molly, came on from Comic Con <laughs> last year. And whereas in the 90s, you take, photo, you, know, you, don't, you take photos, but they kind of stay there. Right. Now, today, you take a photo and you, or you cosplay at a convention, and it's all over the internet the next week. It's weekend. sure it all over that same day. Websites have those articles that are like, Hey, the hottest girls of X convention. Like websites get like big traffic bumps from making those articles. They're like the hot girls of E3, the hot girls of SDC. So there's a bit. I mean, it's all. It's become like a sexual thing and like an exhibitionist type thing. And I mean, how much of it is is that, and how much of it is just celebrating the fact, and how much of it is also fashion, and how much of it is um, uh, being able to make something. I think part of it is like if you spend so much time working on your, you know, outfit, you want the whole world to see it, right? You know, so you go to these conventions. What you have to do is actually find like the right photographers too, because, uh, by the way, uh, the convention I went to last weekend, yeah, uh, I've seen an increased amount of people with cameras, like high-end digital cameras, and they're not doing upskirts. Well, some of them were. But, some of them uh, were. But <laughs> here's a here's a new trend: <laughs> right. Steadicam video. What do you mean? Okay, you know what Steadicam is, right? Of course. So, obviously, you have all these great swooping shots of cosplayers now. And this is actually thanks to a big part to Axon, this Canadian uh, filmmaker, mm-hmm. or video maker, uh, who, I guess, I would say he pioneered the whole thing because I've seen Axon copycats now all over the country and in different countries. What are you doing with this Steadicam footage? Uh, they make music videos out of it. You know what? I saw one of those music videos out of... Um What's the one that Mark Millar has a, a, a convention in London now in, in the spring? Oh, and no. no, it's in it's in London, and he has this convention. And last year they got a bunch of cosplayers to do a lip sync rendition of that Pink song. Yeah, that's from the and cosplay that was huge. Fever. That's from the cosplay fever guys. Is that him? No, that's not. That's actually two photographers in London. I think they're in London, uh-huh. who created their own cosplay book. They kind of do the same idea. Actually, we kind of do it at the same time period. Okay, they made their own book and but by, they, but by Asians. Uh-huh. But by Egens. <laughs> well, they, okay. they, but, they, but they also make videos, too. Okay. So uh, they're the Cosplay Fever guys, basically, to me. Wow. But uh, that's a little bit different. They are pushing it a different way, okay? Axon, what he does is he just takes a popular song, and he kind of, that's the underbed of the okay. whole thing. You know, nobody's lip-syncing in it. It's just, like, nice images. Uh, the Cosplay Fever, actually, I'm not even sure who attributed the whole lip-syncing thing to, but it's really expanded to the next step is lip-syncing uh, cosplay music videos which I'm well, starting to see pop up, which I think will be the next step. That's it's crazy, right? Um, so is cosplay driven not just by the internet and voyeurism or exhibitionism, but also just straight-up hot girls? I would say yes, because that's what people want to see. And what's the most annoying trend? Is it these girls who dress up and don't even know what the characters are? Like they, dress as like, they dress as like Emma Frost, but they, don't even, they can't even say that she's part of like... 
you know, they don't even know what the what the Hellfire Club is. You know what I mean? Like, they don't even know what Emma Frost really is. They just see it and say, oh, I want to dress with her. Like, is that annoying as hell to you? There, it doesn't annoy me, but I know in the community there is a part that's kind of... Uh, okay, see, to me, cosplay is... I don't... To me, it's just dressing for fun. Right. So, even if you don't really know a character, it's better if you do, but to me, it's just like an aspect of Halloween. So... Mm-hmm. But I know there are people in the community who are like, they don't like that as much because of, uh, they're not coming from a true sense. You know? H- have you ever seen it get ugly? Have you ever seen uh, cosplay, uh, you know, violence? I haven't. Uh, cosplay sabotage. Haven't. Where somebody tries but to fuck up somebody what? else's costume. But then again, I'm not the right, p- right person because I'm a photographer and I take pictures. If I was a cosplayer, then I would be privy to knowing other Yeah, I bet there's a lot of dirt, huh? I'm sure there's a lot of dirt, but unfortunately, I don't know. Have you ever had a, 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 a costume malfunction while taking a photo? Like no. a nipple slip, something like that? Have you ever tried to cause one? <laughs> Man, your head's in the wrong place is what I'm saying, fool. Dude, <laughs> I, I got, okay, so when I'm a photographer, I'm in this photo mode, you know, and then once I get out of it, then I'm back to normal. Okay, we got to make you more fun. Oh, dude. Honestly, guys... Uh, Ejin Chang The book is called Cosplay in America You can find it on Amazon That's, Amazon. The, best, that's the best place To put it up, pick it up right? Well yeah But it goes into bookstores And comic book stores In February Okay in February so. It's going to be in your bookstores In your comic book stores Is there a chance For the Geekscapists To order the book Should they go to their Comic book store Or their, or their bookstore And ask for it You know what That would be awesome Yeah go do yeah. that Man, I'm always send, send your army out. I'm thinking for you. I'm trying to hook you up with babes. <sighs> you you know what? You'd be a perfect business manager. Yeah, well. And pimp. <laughs> have you seen Geek's Game? Um, guys, the book is called Cosplay in America. It's got tons of amazing photos. You definitely want to have this on your coffee table because, you know what? Like I said before, you bring some people over. Maybe you want to get busy on, like, Asian. And they see this book, and it's, it, it, it's an icebreaker. It's a conversation starter. It's a litmus test as to how much of a geek you just brought home and if this person wants to get dirty with you. So it's just a nice – you know what? It's just a nice book to have on your coffee table. I've had non-geeks uh, admire your book. Um, you know non-geeks? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. They're, they're Laura's friends. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's the book. Um, guys, Geekscape is where you want to uh, hang your hats. We're at geekscape.net. You can also look for us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Just search for Geekscape. You will find us. You can follow me on Twitter at Jonathan London. Um, I'm going to be, uh, if you're in L.A., I'm going to be at the Improv Lab doing stand-up comedy on the 25th as Comedy for Dorks. Uh, I'll be doing um, some stand-up there. Also, I'm going to be part of a fundraiser on the 28th at Meltdown Comics. This is a D&D fundraiser. We're going to be live streaming it. So from anywhere in the country, I think you pay a dollar or something. And you can watch us play D&D. It's a celebrity um, D&D tournament or D&D role-playing event. It's going to be live streamed. There's going to be plenty of information up on uh, Geekscape. There will also be information. I think Wizards of the Coast is promoting it. So I don't know why they asked me to do it, but hell, I haven't played D&D in 20 plus years, so why not? I'll try it out. Um, That's coming up. Uh, I really appreciate you guys listening to Geekscape. I have a lot of fun talking to people. I love talking to you guys. (laughs) I love talking, man. What what I witnessed last week with Matt Moak, where he was doing majority of the talking, that's just better, man. People have heard my crap for five years. It's time to get some interesting people on here. Get your crap? 
Well, yeah, yeah, get some crap. new crap in here. Get yeah, some people exactly. in here who have Freshen like, it up. Yeah, I mean, it got to the point where you could just tell what I was going to say next. And that's not fun for anybody. I like having you guys on here to talk about what your worlds are and tell your stories. I think that stuff is always what I've valued. It's why I've wanted to do this. It's why you guys have wanted to listen. So, Ejen, thanks for coming on here. Thanks for telling us about Cosplay in America. And uh, for more information, just pick up the book or go, look them up on Facebook, Cosplay in America. You search for it. It'll be awesome. And next time Ejen's on the show, who knows? Maybe he'll have a little lady friend. Maybe he'll have five. That's the goal of Geekscape for the 2012. That's a goal? Yeah, why not? Okay, we'll set up the go. <laughs> we'll try it out. <laughs> dude, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thanks, dude. All right. Cool beans. <laughs>